DrChronicle.com informa Los Cachirules, el podcast con más garra, pasión y picardía que hasta el equipo de todos. Y ahora con ustedes, Los Cachirules. El campeón. Maybe not this time. God, that sounds beautiful. Go by Mackey's maybe. El Chion, I think, would be more appropriate. This is Los Cachilules weekly podcast that discusses all things uh, Liga Mackey's. We have our talented crew of folks with us again today. We have all the way from Connecticut. We have Christian Velez. How are you, sir? I'm doing great. That, that's all I got. That's it? You're just doing great? I understand. All right. Down in California, we have Daniel Preciado. Looking forward to seeing Uli Davila with Santos. Yeah. Hey, John. Gentlemen. Ronnie. <laughs> Somewhere in Los Angeles at an undisclosed location, we have uh, Joel Aceves. How are you, sir? Greetings, John. Enjoying the circus that is Chivas. <laughs> I enjoy every circus. I like circuses. Over in uh, South Austin, we have uh, Alberto Campa. How are you, sir? Hey, doing good. Sodium levels are low. Glad to be here. Well, it sounds like you need to eat more tacos, is what it sounds like to me. Up in Philadelphia, I'm sure I've been on the phone all day trying to figure out how I can go to catch his cougars in the New Year's Day Bowl. Ronnie Luna, how are you, sir? Very salty. Extremely salty. <laughs> Maybe you can help Albert with the with his salt levels then. And I am John Jagu. It's uh, good to have you with us. Uh, if you have any questions, we are live on YouTube, so if you have any comments, uh, let us know, and we will answer your questions. But we're going to jump right in. Last night, Tigres completed the... Uh, Clásico Universitario final that we haven't seen in 37 years by beating Toluca 2-0 with one of the prettiest counterattack goals I think a lot of us have seen in quite a while. Just a stunning piece of work. But I'm sure we'll talk about that game here in a second. We'll probably jump right into the uh, two-legged fi- semifinal between Pumas and America, which of course Pumas won 4-3 thanks to their first leg 3-0 whipping of America at the Estadio Azteca. And then they hang on for dear life, playing terribly at Seu to lose 3-1, but take the tie 4-3. So, Ronnie, go for it. Wait, wait, before we start, though. Before we start. Argle bargle or foo Go for it. <laughs> <laughs> no. I, uh, you know, I want to hang on to the, the loser's line here, you know, and uh, I'm I'm still pissed about the officiating. I'm still pissed, and, you know, people were talking about, you know, like, for example, Wemes, they're saying, well, uh, he, he's the one that kicked, you know, kicked into, uh, who was it, Cortez? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, that he kicked into him and stuff like that. 
even I, I know that that's not the foot that got you know or the you know get, Cortez came in with uh, cleats up on 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 the foot that was being planted and stuff like that. Anywhere that's that's you know here in China that's that's a red card. You know, so I mean, my my beef is not that. Oh well, it's he. You know, he brought that injury upon himself because he came in there. You know, with you know swinging re- or kicking really hard and stuff Let like me that. Ask That's you this. The, yeah. Okay, so it wasn't as if Wemis had possession of the ball. It was the ball was in the middle of the pitch, and both players ran and met simultaneously. Right? Are you, are you agree? No, no, I don't agree with that. I don't agree with that. I, okay, uh, so what the fact that the ball was three meters he, in front of Wemis. No, Wemis got the both ran, and Cortez does a great taponazo. Hits the ball first. My my question is, if if the roles had been reversed, if it was Wemis that would have broken Javier Cortez's leg, would you feel the same way? Yeah, I mean, boots you, you up. Would say he, she boots, deserved a red card, absolutely. Boots up, dude. I mean, his his he didn't come boots up stabbing into him though. He came sort of swiping he, from right to left. No boots. The, I mean, the boots up basically almost hit right below his knee. Yeah, so but they weren't they weren't regardless coming of your team affiliation. You would have said that should have been a straight red. If Wemmis said that was straight red, I cannot believe the refs didn't call. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, it's not like I'm going to be bitching about that, but I mean, it's just the fact that the fact that the officiating had been so bad in the prior then to this one, and so like not even for a yellow card. I mean, you're not even going to get a yellow card for this. I mean, I I, I okay, okay, well maybe it's well, not the a red. Way I saw it. And believe me, I'm, I'm trying to be as objective as possible. I'm trying to understand what the ref was seeing. What I saw was a 50-50 ball, players re- coming at, at 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 the exact same moment. Now, granted, his his, his cleats were up. I get that. Let, let me ask you something. Let me ask you something. When do you ever go cleats up? When do I go when? cleats up? Yeah, when? 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 when I go any... cleats up all the time. Trying to block the a block block the ball that's coming to your yeah, side. Yeah, I mean, I mean, he blocked it with his butt. No, he did. The ball hit Javier Cortez in the back of his thigh first. That was the first contact with the ball. In fact, it was all ball. And Wemis swings and misses, hits him in the leg. That's where he breaks his leg, and the, and after that is when the cleats go into the. The left leg of Wemis. All I'm saying I mean, is, it's, it's, a, it's a spirit of the law letter. There's only one referee in the world that would have considered that a straight red, and that's Chikmar. Every other ref would have said, "Hey, that that is a simultaneous. They got there at the same time. Yeah, it was terrible for the guy. He broke his leg, but because of the fact they got at the same time, I'm, I'm not going to call on it." And that's the reality. I, no, I, I I disagree. I disagree wholeheartedly. I mean, you're saying and, and you're you would basically... disagree if if, if 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 the roles had been reversed. You you would be here telling us how awful it was that Wemis who, didn't who, get a red card. Who's the most? Who is the most uh, booked team this this season? America. And, and and for a lot less. For a lot less. Well, oh, you got Sambo. You got Gold. Those guys are no, hot no, no, They're no. notorious hotheads. Those guys have a reputation. The Sambo stop. He's not on that dude. They're not the only ones, dude, Multiple in the league. Times. They're not the only ones in the league. No, you're right, but but is there more? And I'll give you a perfect example. You know, back back a couple of years back, like when you know you know Cuauhtémoc was playing, you know, there, and Cardoso was playing in Toluca. Cardoso could get away with murder. He could get away with screaming at the refs. Blanca would just give him a little pout, you know, and boom. So I mean, it, it's 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 like sometimes sometimes officials, although they don't agree with it or they don't say it, they have it in for players. They have it in for certain players. You know, it's based but, on players' reputation. I mean, Ruben Sambuesa smacked a ref, so he's yeah. obviously going to. He headbutted that ref after the red card. Yeah, exactly. 
So he's always going to have a short lease. It's just the way it is. Yeah, the one thing about Samboesa is that, that he always kind of trolls. Not kind of, he always trolls. And he's always playing on the edge. And the it's 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 beyond cynical simply because there are times when you can say, oh, man, the ref messed that up or whatever, or he misread the intention of the play. But the fact that Samboesa always acts incredulous after he's called out, I mean, it's a lot, it's just... It, it, I mean, and is there is there a more annoying player in the league than Michael Arroyo or, or Ruben Samosa? Those two guys, man. Picolin, Picolin. <laughs> yeah, Picolin. Okay, okay, and that, like, that brings me that brings me to another point. So if you're gonna uh, sus- if you're gonna suspend if you're gonna suspend uh, Andrade for simulation, then why the hell aren't you gonna suspend Picolin for sus- uh, simulation? It doesn't yellow. matter. No, 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 no. He's got but a yellow su- card. What more do you want? He got suspended. He got suspended. He got suspended. He like he could not play again. You know, Did card accumulation. That's a fair point. I'll give you. I'll concede that. No, what I'm what I'm saying is, look, if Andrade got if, if Andrade got you know suspended a game after the fact after the game, he goes, why is it why isn't Picolin you know because that's what basically two games where he puts on you know an Oscar performance. You know, uh, of, of you know, of simulating. You can say he exaggerated, but on the first, uh, at least on the first leg, I no. know there was there was actual contact, so there was an actual foul. I'm, I, 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 I'm, I'm not talking. I'm, I'm not talking about the one with uh, Oribe Peralta, the very first one where he reacts like an idiot. I'm talking. I think it was like the second or the third one where he basically, you know, you thought that he was having a cardiac, you know, arrest. Like, oh Jesus, he's like having a seizure. You know, after after uh, after yeah, you know, it's, it's it's comical how he how he does it. So I mean I, I just like I said it's just not those two plates it's an abundance of, it, it just and, I agree and, that they um, I agree with you running if, if they are going to be going um, um after the fact and, and and review tape and and start handing out additional punishment then um, I absolutely think they should probably revisit that as well it's either all or nothing so I mean if you're going to do that for simulation because they thought that Andrade was trying to get an advantage. Whether be, whether it be a penalty or whether you're trying to get a player booked or, or thrown out, you know, you're still trying to get an advantage that way somehow. It's either it's like either you're going to do it for 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 all, or you're going to do it for none. And I I think that that's just I I just I just think that throughout you know uh, who I think it was uh, the the news the 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 cast the telecast for Univision I think it was the guy Barry. Oh, you know, a tool. I know, I know, but but even I mean, he he was even you know he even said something about you know the officiating, you know, <coughs> excuse me uh, for uh, in the Veracruz and the the uh, and the America game for you know for Pumas is saying that hey, you can't play like this in the final. Okay, and, that's a, that's a fair point, but but uh, the Univision guys are always. Um, it sometimes seems like the uh, the officiating takes precedence over the the. To play on the field, even uh, I know we're going to get into the next game at some point, but it ha- you saw a lot of it last night during the Toluca Tigres game. Any little play, they were immediately calling. That's a red. That's a yellow. It's it's like hold on, let's see the replay first. Let's see how this plays out. Let's not start conditioning the audience to think that any contact should be uh, should merit a card or a yellow or a red or start implying that the refs are, are stupid or bought or whatever. So, but I mean, I, you do make a good point. And, and, and before we get too deep into the, into the ref, you know, stuff, which unfortunately or fortunately for some of us has played a big part in, in, this, in this series with, with Pumas and, and America, I just want to point out that 
most of us thought that America would be going through, and only John and Beto saw Pumas going through, and I think that, for me, the 3-0 at Azteca was a big surprise. I didn't expect that result, and unfortunately for America, that ended up conditioning the second game because Pumas didn't really have much to do other than defend uh, and then forced America to come out and, and really have to be very, very proactive and take risks that they shouldn't have taken had they handled the first game at least a little bit better. Um, Going back to that first game, though, if you recall, the very first goal that Ferpuma scored was was off a foul that they should have should have been called in the first, you know like in the half. I think it was Sambu that ended up going on to the goal. The second two, the, the last two goals, that's not that's not on the ref. That's on that's on Ambris. But uh, but yeah, I agree. Uh, I agree. But but, but 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 you know what? If but, the ref is. And what really, you know, it would, it would, it was pissing me off was that, you know, they could, you could hack, you can hack some boys, so you could, you know, you were hacking some of these players from America, and then, you know, on the other side, you know, it's like you would breathe on them and shit, you know, boom, it restart a play or you know a card here, and and I'm like, I think that's an exaggeration though. There's yeah, was... bad calls on both sides. <laughs> no, I, no, I agree. I think. I mean, look at look at the Twitter. Look at the Ronnie. I I looked at both legs. I, I saw both you know, both matches, and there wasn't. I personally didn't think there was an overwhelming, um, obvious favoritism toward one team or another. I, I think, laboring the point of of the officiating. I mean, granted, I'm not going to say they did a great job, or a bad job. But that aside, though, I think you have to put this most of the blame on on the loss on Ambris. Not starting Benedetto at home when you're obligated to win, um, waiting to the second leg to do it is kind of like too little, too late. Like like Christian had said, you're already going into that second leg with a three-zero lead. Usually, that's when you expect the home team to, to have to risk more. Pumas didn't have to do that, and and even still, they still had a chance to to still uh, Benedetto to progress um, mm-hmm. because of Pumas. They played terrible. It was the worst game they played all year. They played. A, it was way really conservative playing with starting with three yeah. uh, three holding mids. They just never played like that before. It was it was they were completely out of their element. And then on top of it, they just didn't play very. Well. I mean, they played terribly. Yeah, so, they did. And and just to finish the point though, like yeah, I, I think uh, Ambris really screwed up to, in the, in the first leg, but their players in both legs really let them down with their inability to keep a calm head. I think that's but, 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 but hold on, more than anything. But no, no, Dan's got a great point there. You don't, you don't end up the semifinal series with four red cards. No, no, I understand that. I understand that. But why the hell? But, 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 like you know, in, uh, there's that play where Mickey Arroyo was going to take a corner. The guy stepped on him. He retaliated. He did the same thing. He did the same thing, but he only carded. He only booked uh, Arroyo, and he didn't book. And he didn't book uh, the, the Pumas player. Well, uh, Arroyo, so, Arroyo is, uh, so, he's so, a man-child. So, so, he's no, he's, no, always, when, he's he's a, he's a punk. Saying, he's a there punk. Was, there were there were similar offenses. They were throughout both legs. Similar offenses where they could have where where players from from Unam should have been sent off, but were not sent off. Okay, so, I mean, fair yeah, enough. Fair enough. And, and but, I, I, I don't care. I don't care who you are. I don't care if you've played that game. If you played, if you played the game, any game, and you know that the officiating, if you perceive the officiating to be one side or the officiating is not calling the same, you, it, it's just natural for you to take things, you know, into your own hands. Sure, sure. But maybe, maybe at, at a 
at the you know at a lower level. But that's not the stupidest thing you can do. It is it is the stupidest things. But even legends like Zidane did it in 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 a World Cup final. No, fair enough. It happens. It happens. You know. For me, what it go on. Well, I was just gonna say real quick. I think also the the reputation that America's had this whole season, especially Goltz. Goltz has missed, I think, games during the regular season for being booked. And I'm like, not as well. Now, but now, how many of these? You want to say the rest is 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 biased in any um, situation? And then that, I mean, listen, for me, it, it simply boils down to to the fact that that uh, at least in the first game, you can you know the the first goal. You can make an argument that that it was it was a bad it was a bad call from the ref. Hello. Uh, that's where the goal came from. But the other two goals were simply down to a lack of organization from the Americas from their back line. And even in the, in the return leg, it was they looked sloppy at times, and they just kind of like if anything, uh, you know, I said last week that one of the things that I liked about this team so far, this America team, is that it looked a little more balanced. Under uh, Ambriz compared to like Matosas and even Turco, that went out the window. They threw out their season within in chunks of 15, 20 minutes in both games, and that's really what it came down to. Just a really disorganized defense and and and, and players in very important positions that were not able to keep their cool. I think that's what it comes down to. Um, because we well, can the talk about mistake, the period. The biggest mistake period was when they went down the nine and they kept attacking. Period and story. In the, the first game. In the first game. Because Pumas was a Yeah, it was. The, yes. That's the mistake. Just. Yes. Just absolutely. Uh, when you go down the line, it's Yeah, complete lack of foresight. Because you know, at that point, take it on the chin, clamp down, go into Seoul. If you gotta, if you gotta make up two goals, that's one thing. If you gotta come back from three zero, that's a little yeah, tougher. Be that's very a hard. lot tougher. All right. Before we uh, continue talking about the screen, we do want to introduce. The guy who's going to be the biggest Pumas fan you've ever seen in your life this week, and that's Fernando Regina in Arizona. <laughs> hey, thank you, John. There's a la cura. For that introduction. He's a huge Pumas fan. He's, uh, you know, <laughs> he named one of his kids Cabinho. So anyway, all right, as yeah, you were saying, Christian. No, you know what? I mean, I mean, the ref is a ref, and I think that's that's an issue all you know all to itself. But I mean, if you look at the two the two games, a lot of the mistakes that America made were mistakes that they had been making, maybe not to such a degree as they did in these two games, but those that lack of concentration and 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 the, the players losing their cool so quickly, um, that speaks to a lack of authority from the coach. And this, I agree with all of you. This falls squarely on the shoulders of Ambris because you go into halftime, you say, okay, guys, come on. You know, we're not. I mean, it's one thing to lose the game because your team is better, but when you literally shoot yourself in the foot, that's that's going to taste yeah. even worse. And the reality hey, is, is America is the better team. I pay. I mean, they're they're much better offensively as 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 they showed now, in the oh. second game. And you, you know, like you said, just the fact that. And you another thing I didn't understand also, but wait, wait, hang on, I'll, I'll I'll get right to you. So go, okay, go ahead. Uh, you know, Pumas is terrible with the ball. They're just not. I mean, then they they showed it in the in the game. It's so. Knowing that, it seemed like, you know, if Nacho would have just sat back in the first one and let Pumas make the stupid mistake, which they would, you know, they will make, it just seemed like the game they, it could it could have gone different for him, but it didn't. It, it, yeah, it, it, it played right into uh, <laughs> Memo's Memo's hands, really. Uh, the the setup that America, that America put out, um, 
it became predictable after the first half in the first game. Like if, if America didn't tie down in the defense and sort of settle down, they were going to simply give up more goals, and that's unfortunately that's exactly what happened. Um, so that's that's why I mean I understand that the ref is a big part of this. I mean at least to a degree. I still think that overall, this was simply a self-inflicted wound on the part of America. Yeah. It, 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 Remember when when Sambu when Sambu got uh, uh, booked or ejected? Um, I don't know if you guys can check the replay on your phones and stuff like that, but just pay attention to this. When when he you know when he steps on the player, the ref is there, and he's looking straight up. I, I forget who the player was on the floor uh, for Pumas. So, so so okay, he's looking straight up. He's looking straight up. And he and the player didn't think much of it for for Unam Sosa. So, but but when when uh, when the player, I'm sorry, when the ref pulls out the red, he starts to act that he's in pain. Yep. Watch course. that. What's that? Of course he, he starts. Would. He starts to act in fucking pain, and I'm thinking, I don't. You know, that's gamesmanship, man. Yeah. I mean, that that's just that's no, part. No, no, I'm just saying. I just at that point, I started laughing. I said, "This is comical." I said, "That this is that's how bad it is." Well, was comical yeah. was the fact that he didn't try to step on stomp on him like accidentally once. He took he did it multiple, again. multiple whacks at him. Like he he, stomped <laughs> yeah. on, he tried to stomp on him like four different times, I think. And who and who like, was and he, like you really are who, asking for it at that we, point. And, and we talked about this because Sambu Sambu has a tendency of basically, you know, being to like keeping the ball and having, you know, people hack at him. He was getting he was getting hacked. He was nah. getting hacked. He was getting you know, hacked. How could he hack him when he was on his back? No, no, no. Sambu was up. I know, Sambu, but the guy was on his the, back. How was he getting watch, yeah, yeah, watch, but, but the guys he was getting hacked, and they would get carded, so I don't understand. Watch, the no, no, but he wasn't getting carded, but I just thought no, that no, was he like, no, carded. The players that were hacking him weren't. Uh, not throughout the entire series, they but, weren't. Are you kidding me? Pumas had like 13 yellow cards combined. <laughs> no, they both just, games. No. I just <laughs> look at the stats. No, 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 no. stats. I know they got. I know they were got, they were good book, but there's no double bookings. There were no red cards, and that's very odd. That is extremely odd for a team that bonkers who is who are more predisposed at at, at defending because when you're defending, you're basically gonna you know meter la pata. You're gonna basically stick the foot out there, Amen. and that to me that's that and that to me is very odd. Hey man, Pumas played a psychological game. They trolled the ref. Yeah, absolutely, they got the, the absolutely. All the America players. They trolled America. Because they knew they were hotheads, and they trolled their, their game. And you know what? You know, you know, you know what? You know what? You know what? To me, is sweet. You know, is 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 kind of sweet. Well, the, aside from the fact that basically Twitter turned on Unam after the game, of even, course, even, Puros Americanistas are no, 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 no. No, I'm not talking about Americanistas. I'm talking about even their own damn the the dean of of Unam. Basically trolling uh, Pumas. That was that was not. That's a fake Twitter account. I think the, the dean does not have a, an official. <laughs> Made by Americanista, of course. So you got you just got double trolled. Are well, you sure on that one? I will say about yes. the win and the Pumas pass to the finals. It's not the way I would but, like for them to even, go. But 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 hey, even if that's not even if that guy wasn't a real account, I'm saying there's other you know there's other hype you know pro. pro Profiled uh, people. So that was, I mean, uh, what, what terrible thing did they do in this game for, for them? I mean, well, on top of I, I, attack, attack, attacking or uh, attacking terrible thing was winning. No, criticizing how they played, criticizing how they advanced. Uh, so obviously, what? you know, 
you know, criticizing, criticizing. Even I mean, even medio, even medio, even medio tiempo, but even medio tiempo in football total, and and and, and, and I think it was a record. We're talking about that at the press conference. It didn't even feel like Pumas had advanced, but you know, on the tone of uh, uh, of. Uh, I have the quote right here. Yeah, Estamos yeah, en otro momento, en otra etapa. Así se juegan las liguillas. No te gusta, está bien. Yo sigo pensando que el equipo hizo lo que tenía que hacer para sacar el resultado. Nada más. That's exactly Entonces, it. Mira, That's no, no, no. Ok, porque ni en América se presentó. El equipo hizo lo que tenía que hacer. <risa> Hubiéramos querido que las cosas salieran de otra forma, no recibir ningún gol y hacer todo lo que ustedes dicen. La realidad es otra. Ok, se pasó a la final, ya veremos qué hacemos y contra quién. That is the ultimate truth. No, 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 no. Did you say, did you, did you, did you get the part where he's talking, like, to, he's telling the referee, why do you have to be so negative? Why do you have to be so negative? Telling the ref? No, 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 no. Hey, I, 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 together. I didn't get the, the, Okay, well, when the, if, if you watch it, and, and I could probably put it on the Twitter, he's basically starting, he starts bitching about, it's like, why do you have to be well, so negative? Because in Mexico, you, you're not allowed to win like that. If you're going to win, you have to win with the No, 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 no. no. I mean, that's true. It's true. It's true. No, 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 no. no. I'm, I, know, I, know that. I know I know, I know that, but the way he, the way Vasquez won yesterday, dude, come on. Is that really worthy of a, fi- of a it wasn't final? Nice. It wasn't nice, but but it was it worked. Hey man, they played their worst game of the season and still no the entire playoffs. That is commendable. That is that is that is a winning well, mentality. You know what? I am formally declaring myself a Pumas fan right now. You are supporting Forget Greece. It. Forget that, it. You're, you're, that's like Greece. That's worse than Greece in New York. Kaijuwa. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now. All right, now. By the okay. way, there was a, right. a total of eight yellow cards uh, for uh, Pumas. A total of eight. Legs. Total okay. of eight. Eight. And, and how many red cards? Four. So none of you guys, so none of you guys think that, that Pumas deserved a, a couple red cards. None of you guys. What? Well, I don't know if they deserved them, but they managed themselves very well, so they didn't get them. I think that I think that's a key point. You got to know how to do it. You gotta know how to go go about, and and you you know you don't take the the same player doesn't foul the same player. You take your turns, you slow down to play, and you bring him. You know you you bring out the worst in the opposing team. And F- with America, it's really not that place, hard. Fouling a player in front of the ref, and then the America player retaliates, and he gets a card for doing the same thing, or basically yeah. breaking a player's uh, uh, tibia. Come on, man. Well, is, is Puma is good boots, enough to oh, boots, America, boots, boots no, up, dude. Boots Puma, up. Puma doesn't. Pumas isn't the team that America is. They had to resort to cleats up. Cleats up is play. a red card here and in China. End of story. Cleats yeah, up. I mean, do you think though. that would have changed the game? What's that? Would, would well, that have changed the game? Well, well, no, that that's no guarantee. But it, but but basically, I mean, it it, it kind of like well, psychologically, psychologically, you're gonna, you know, you know, the fact that you know. The fact that the players were pissed off at the officiating the first game, and then come into the second game within the first fifteen no, but minutes. That's their own fault. You know that the refs are going to make decisions. You you can't let it affect you. Just yeah, exactly. I mean, it's it's not a like final. Like they, 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 these guys them. live off of this, dude. It's, it's it's personal. I understand, yeah. but it's not like but it's not like they they took three goals away from from America. I mean, you're 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 talking, you're talking about stuff they, that happens in the normal flow of any game. They base, but come on, it was it was just so evident. It was I don't, not. I, it, it was, was. evident for, to, to to you. I think I mean, yeah, I don't yeah, see anybody was, else that was thinking it was that egregious. 
No, I agree. And, man. and, and the big tackle all... play where the guy broke his leg, he did hit him with his cleats, but that wasn't. But that's not what he was. His intent was. His intent was to get the ball. It doesn't the matter. Straight reds when he just come into the dude one end or the other. You're right. It doesn't matter. That's what I'm talking about. It, intent. Intent. It doesn't law, matter. Int- intent. It doesn't matter. It's a fact. I understand, it's, but it's a spirit of the law, letter of the law. Clearly, the referee situation. didn't see it, but you think he the clearly did not the, said the, the letter of the law says I need to give him a red card. But and watching, it was happened right in front of me. I saw two guys go after a ball that was up for grabs. And that's what happened. You guys want to know what matters? Period. What matters matter. is what the ref said. The ref said it was not a foul. It was, you know, maybe it was yellow cardy, but you know what? Card worthy, but you know what? The it, ref, that's what matters in the end. Broke his the ref did a good job. Well, he's want this broke his leg. It was, it was the exact same kind of play. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's, not exactly. that's, that's an indictment. In fact, <laughs> on the Luis Montes play, it was his foul. Yeah. He committed a foul yeah. on Castillo and ended up. I think they both broke their legs. Now, I think if, if I was an America fan, I would be. I wouldn't be so pissed at the ref. I would be really upset with the front office, with the fact that they have not been able to go out and get some decent center backs, and they keep relying on these really, really strange players like like Pablo. Aguilar what are you about? They have a starting U.S. national Lords. team. I mean, for Christ How does that make you yeah, man. That the that the best y'all can do is a, is a starting U.S. national team center back. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's that should give you cause for sodium, man. <laughs> but, but and I, and here's another thing. Here's another thing. And you guys are crazy if you guys don't admit this. For years, for years, referees were always afraid. To to, uh, to 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 officiate games, and and I know this because I've heard, I've heard past referees after their careers even mention this is that they were always kind of afraid. Not, not, I don't not afraid, but they were always cautious uh, uh, officiating uh, uh, games with America because they did not want to proceed like they were favoring America. And honestly, right now, right now, we don't have an Artundia, we don't have a Cheekies, we don't have guys that have World Cup experience and stuff like that. So That's a bunch of these guys. When... What's that? that? That's what happens when you're playing the company team. Well, no, 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 no. Hey. That, that's that's what happens when people already have a predisposed position that you know a next team that a next team gets favored because I mean you do have officials that have gone you know on record and say you know after their playing careers is that they were always See, that's, very that's cautious. That's like, like like even the refs against us we beat your ass. All the MMAs, you know that's What's that that's just part of the deal. So I just you know I I, I think you, I think you guys I think you know I I mean right now right now like when that 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 final where you know Chiqui Marcos uh, basically threw out what is it three, nine players for or, or three players for what, what is it Monterrey uh, uh, Monterrey yellow for you yeah he he basically threw out what uh, Could he you sent if off you had a third yellow what's that. Imagine if he would have had a third yellow in that game. Yes, uh, Cortez Corte should have had one. That would have been the third one. <laughs> well, no. you know, like I, <clears throat> yesterday, I got the email from the supporters club, and I, I sent in my money, uh-huh. go fund me to pay off the ref, and then look what happened. We're in the final. <laughs> money well spent. All right, <laughs> so let's move on. Let's talk about. We'll talk about the second game. Uh, Joel, did, did you uh, want to interject before we start? No, I, I didn't see the game. You didn't. You missed it. It was 
I honestly thought a medic was. I, I thought I was gonna have to spend today just 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 reading Ronnie's reactions. Reading, yeah, exactly. On I Twitter, I was, we're funny all day, all day long, because I really thought a medic was gonna do it. I really did. And if they would have had the eleven guys, chances are pretty good they probably would have. But alas, we'll never know. <laughs> Very unfortunate. All right, so let's move on to. The <laughs> Second game, I don't, I don't think anybody was really surprised with how the second game turned out. Uh, I, don't, I just don't see Toluca having, well, certainly not the offense that, that Tigres or Amenica have by any stretch. And it was going to be, to me, it was only that. By the way, by the way, one thing, I'm not rooting for Vasquez. I want him to lose now, so I'm rooting for the foreign coach now, Vasquez. Oh, sorry, beep. Oh, so now Tuca's a foreign coach? I thought he was a no, I'm, I'm, I'm going for this. I'm going for that. I'm going for Tuca now. Just to me, it's a win-win for me because you know, obviously, if Pumas wins, I'd be happy. But if they lose, I'd be I'd, I'd be very happy for Tuca. He's one of my guys. So. Well, specifically with the Toluca game, I think that uh, this is the farthest that Cardoso has ever gone. He never gets to the final. He always gets to the semifinals. And you know, the game at in Monterrey was was uh, was a great example of, of bunkering. Toluca did a very good job sitting back and, and really just not allowing Tigres to play. The second game almost played out the same way until the last 30 minutes, uh, despite the fact that Tigres really had the initiative the entire game. Um, but it was like, uh, you know, the thing is, like, every attack was literally the same for Tigres. Aquino or, or Jurgen Dam would get to the, to the byline and just pump a cross in, and, and there was just a scramble, and they wouldn't go in. Calavera picks it up, and they restart again. And then in one of the less stellar plays, it actually went in. And after that, Toluca simply just crumbled, and that was that was really the end of it. They, they, they put up a fight, so to speak, but that was Tigres serious all along, and they ended up taking it. And, I mean, it was justice. Yeah. No, it was good, and, and I'm, I agree. And uh, that second goal, that counterattack, I mean, I think, everybody, I think there were like four or five of us they were watching, and we all had the same reactions. Like, wow, that was yeah, that was great. That, that, that was, was a really perfect, nice goal. It was a nice goal. It's a perfect season. It was a perfect example of what money can buy. A very nice goal, definitely. Yeah, it just it all. Uh, I think I got counted the minute they, they <coughs> it took him eight touches, including the last one to to get that in the net. Eight. He went 100 yards and eight touches. It's just and each and each touch was just. Perfect. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, it absolutely. was just that. That was just like I mean, you know, you see these counterattacks eventually like work themselves out, and and they they'll get a goal out of it. But for every pass to be so spot on, that that the, those type of goals, believe it or not, are some of my favorite goals, dude. It's just when it's like almost, you know, when you center the ball and the guy's just there by himself and he just you know lays out you know palomita or whatever. Well, the the genius pass to 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 push oh, the him pass through. Was, yeah, that would that. Yeah, that it was. Really, that toe poke forced it, like, just pushed the defense <laughs> away from the ball, and, and it left um, um, Chilindrina completely by himself. No, it was really just, and just the, the, the guy who was being unselfish, who was it, Garron? Yeah. Uh, that was, uh, yeah, and he, was, he unselfishly found Gignac, and Gignac touched once. Am I going to shoot him? Like, oh, look at that guy. And he just, he no, you know what? I'm sorry. I think that was Dwayne's. Um, <laughs> yeah, Dwayne's. Garron hadn't gone uh, in yet. Yeah, it was just... No, Garron was playing. He was playing. No, he was about to come in. Oh, was he? Yeah, I think he hadn't come in yet. Um, so now we have a Pumas-Tigres final. Pumas I think, I think it's going to play out 
it's going to play out similar to the Luka game. I think Pumas is much better at, at, at holding it down and defending. But um, I don't have I don't have a favorite, to be honest. I, I thought America was going to take it over Pumas, and here we are. You know, I think they both have similar levels. I have a favorite. I have Tuca. I think Tigres has uh, more talent. I mean, they're both going to play. Um, I mean, let's face it, they're going to play the same because it's the same. They come from the same school, so they're going to play a very similar game. So I think Conservative, but not really kind of thing. Looking for counters. Yeah. Uh, there will be batches of possession for both yeah. teams. Well, I don't expect that. Yeah. okay, but we don't, we're not going to yeah. force you know what? to get it. I don't expect a super thrilling final, to be honest. Uh, but I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, Pumas or Tigres end up scoring a bunch of goals anyway, so, or both. The only thing that really represents this match, really, this series, is can you win a championship with homegrown players or good enough players, or you can buy a championship with Tigres. Yeah, that's really what it's coming down to. About their team too, so that's not really a good comparison. So, well, hey, one of, well, the only thing that I can see this uh, favoring or like going, you know, into Tigres' uh, you know, favor is by tomorrow. The commission comes in and bans Cortez and bans uh, or suspends Cortez and suspends Darío Verón. That's the only way I can see them. Uh... It's not going to happen. Wait, wait. Why are they going to ban Verón? Uh, apparently, I think it was. I think they're supposed to have a, some sort of saying tomorrow. What? What about? <laughs> because uh, I mean, because uh, uh, they already sent in, you know, uh, the video and they sent in the the report, you know, that they want basically Cortez to. To sit out, you know, get to suspend him for the foul on, uh, on, uh, wait, because, uh, you know, there was no foul there. It was no call. It's a foul. It's a foul. You, you need, to, you need to come out. No, you need to foul. come out. The guy did not complain about Pelias. Stop the play. There was no foul. You need to complain about Pelias. You need to complain about one. Wait, so let me get this straight, Ronnie. Yeah. America actually submitted a complaint to the, you know, to the, FMF, FMF to because what? Why did they do that? Because the injury that they, you know, the injury that uh, Wemis sustained, you know, they felt, they felt that the player, you know, Cortez came in there, you know, cleats up, hose down, a uh, type of mentality, you know. Wow, no saben perder. Oh my God, I can't believe they're doing that. <laughs> so it's like a woman scores, and 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 then and then you know, and also Veron, which we should start probably talking about Veron now, you know. Okay, I want to bring up this old thread, and I posted it on the Twitter. Of okay. The same exact discussion, but back when Quintero was at Santos. Yeah. And back then, Ronnie, you said that it should stay on the field, and they shouldn't bring it up, but that's exactly what Quintero didn't do. Moises Munoz did. And Pelais even supported them and everything. And of course, they're going to the disciplinary committee. Do you agree with that, though? Play the clip first. I don't have. Uh, no, he does. Chiki does. Chiki does. Metía tres juegos a a Darwin Quintero por cabezazo y tres por chismoso. That's great. So Moisés Munoz is the chismoso this time. Well, no, well, not really. Call not him out. really. No, not re- not Moy. It's actually what not, do you not mean? really. No, because here's the thing. Here's the thing. Um, 
apparently Moyna didn't hear this. So he has no idea if it happened or not. No, he, no, he doesn't. He doesn't well, clearly, he believes him. I mean, he's going off on the podium and, and um, condemning it. So, no, so apparently Moy didn't do it. He just basically, as the captain, you know, the team captain, he's basically saying, okay, look, this is what happened. Oh, so it's, it's a team captain. It's okay to from the abuse. No, it should, it should go back to it. should go back to uh, Darwin. <laughs> you know what? No, I said it right before we went on air. I said it that if this thing with Darwin gets any traction, is because he's at America now. This wouldn't be a problem. This not a problem, but it wouldn't be getting the kind of airplay it's getting if he was at another team. This is happening because it's happening because America is having a hard time dealing with the fact they lost the series. No, hey, keep well, hold on. Keep in mind, keep in mind that uh, when America played Toluca, um, you know the whole they, they were also chanting, you know, Simio to uh, to, uh, to to Darwin. So well, now that's caught, that's different. When the crowd does it, I have a big problem with that. But when, okay, whatever it, happens it, on the field. Yes, happens on. Talk about this, Ronnie. Remember? Your team. Yeah. I'm pretty well, sure it's not, not, it's not like this happens every day. It's not like we have a lot of. It's not like we have a lot of black players in the Mexican league. Anyway. Ah, the new losers' lifeline. <laughs> well, there actually is a lot. Um, yeah, but Ronnie, they've been playing there. I mean, since the fifties or sixties. It's a, it should, it should be, it shouldn't even be an issue. I know. I I'm not I'm not my beef isn't the the senior comment. You know. That's not your beef. That should be your beef. Your beef should be that they're complaining about it. Your What's beef that? is that they that America lost. Right? No. <laughs> yeah. I'm not. I'm not. I mean, my beef, like I said, it should stay on the field. Between the players, I kind of agree with you. Um, but at the same time, it's it's uh, it, it all just has unfortunately has a an aftertaste of sour grapes. You know, whether or not that's the intention, it just you know to talk about the ref and to talk about the the monkey chants. It's like. Let's talk about those scrubs you got in the back line. Man. Well, oh, oh, okay. scrubs. Keep, keep in mind, keep in mind here that you know, Dario Veron said scrubs. that you know, Dario Veron said that that uh, Quinteros, you know, just you know, in America they just don't know how to, you know they're they're bad losers, sore losers. Well, keep in mind yeah. that when this first came out with uh, with Darwin Quinteros when he was at Santos, and this happened between the Santos and Cruz Azul, Santos was winning. In fact, they were winning. You know, they were handing Cruz Azul, you know, a pretty good ass whooping. So, you know, he was just rubbing it in into the Cruz Azul player. The player, you know, the Cruz Azul player reacted, you know, and basically called him a simio de mierda. And boom, he, you know, threw an elbow. <laughs> <laughs> he, just, he just had to, like, bring that up again. Huh? Nice. Good job. <laughs> Come on, I'm trying to report here. I'm trying to trying to report. So, He's trying to be objective. Come on. <laughs> trying to be objective. So what's your... <laughs> so I'm just saying that. But, so I'm saying that Veron doesn't have. You know, he, if he's going to say that, you know, oh, it's just they're just sore, you know sore losers for bringing this up. I said no because Dar- uh, uh, Darwin Quinteros brought that up. You know, you know, brought that up when they were winning. So I mean, whether right. they're winning, whether they're winning or losing, that we, you know, Quinteros was going to bring you know well, brings that up. Well, 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 me, I just I mean, want to make sure that I think you guys are being awfully naive if you guys really think that. Um, anything goes on the field, and that you could say whatever you want, and and just expect that that your counterpart is just going to drop it at the end of the game. I think it's awfully, incredibly naive in this day and age to think that you can get that. You think that it's you're going to say something like that, and think that you're going to get away with it. 
I mean, I'm not saying that that I that you don't that you should or shouldn't. I'm not here to judge right or wrong, but it's naive to think that something <laughs> negative can't come out of it. Well, I think it's really. But, but I, I agree with you, actually. Like, yes, right now, you know, people are focusing everything with HD cameras. They can read your lips. They can see everything. The thing is, though, is is nobody has caught any video of Dario Veron calling him Simio, at least that I know of. Nobody has put it on the news, anything. It's just hearsay at this point. And it sounds more like sour grapes. America lost. Darwin Quintero's pissed off. Well, regardless and, of whether he said it or not, and... Uh, and yeah, it's, but, but I guess my, my problem with this whole thing is, I mean, I'm sure Darwin, Darwin, or, uh, Darwin Quintero has called guys, you know, pinche indio de mierda, whatever, as, as well. So, Well, we can't say that he has done that. You, I think it's safe to say that he's maybe talked, uh, talked a lot um, and, and, and goaded people, but... Uh, we can't just speculate and say that he's he's gone oh, and and racially uh, started poking at people also absolutely. because that's what <laughs> we can that. There's no question. It's a lie. I think Trump, Trump said it was okay, dude. I'm just kidding. Uh, all right, hey, all right, guys. <laughs> all right, hey, I'm gonna go down the line, okay? John. Yes. Would you ever say that in, in like in the field? Me personally, no. Okay, uh, Christian, because that's not. Uh, no, but I've had it happen to me, and it definitely, definitely throws you off. Okay. It uh, definitely throws you off, yeah. Juan? Juan's not here. Oh, Juan's not here? Okay. Uh, Pern, or Fernando? I'll definitely do it. Whatever it takes to get an edge, it doesn't matter what it is, I'll do it. You are a ruthless mercenary. Joel, would you do it? Yes, I would. Well, well, elbowing him at the same time. <laughs> Lovely. Lovely. So, so, Christian's a no, right? Yep. I Dan, mean, no, you, yeah, no, no, I wouldn't. Dan, you're a no or a yes? Resounding no. Okay. Me? Um, I would, I would even go, I would do it, I would do it, yeah. I, I, we remember that you you would do it to anybody. It wouldn't matter, dude. Like if he's a. no. I've said this before. Like you know, back back you know, back in the forums and stuff like that. Do we, you know, when we played ball, you know, when we played ball, sometimes we would play, you know, you know, other teams from like you know, predominantly black, you know, neighborhoods or predominantly black, you know, Hispanic, you know, schools and stuff like that. And you know, there's a lot of shit talking. And you know, if you're gonna do it. I don't you know, that. I don't what's that? I don't believe that. We don't believe in that, or the, don't you don't believe that believe, happens. I don't believe you. You said the same type of comments. You, you don't know me, then. <laughs> you don't know me, dude. <laughs> uh, you know, there's so many ways to get in guys' heads. That's that's just my thing. I, I you know, usually I would let my play do the talking. I'm with oh, you, John. Oh. I think um, I think there's other ways of getting underneath the skin. Um, Personally, I guess I'm opposed to making comments like that, so I guess that's that's the simple reason why I wouldn't go there. Not that because I'm above trying to um, antagonize my opponent. I absolutely am in favor of doing whatever, almost whatever it takes to to, to get in some, under someone's skin to to get to get the win. But there's just certain areas that I think are pretty cheap to go to, to go at, and I just personally wouldn't wouldn't go there. How do you feel about your mama jokes? Dan, that's because you play Koei. 
<laughs> we've we've orange witches that have no. I've, I've never played. <laughs> I played baseball, football, and basketball. I never played a never played a footy actually. What? Yeah, true. I oh, didn't start watching this uh, till well after I graduated high school. Come to Arizona and I'll exactly. put you in my indoor yeah. soccer team. I, I grew up in the I grew up in the deep south. Not not this not Tex not Texas or Houston, which I don't consider the South, just like uh Catracho said. The deep that south. Is the south. If you said if you said like for example the N word to somebody, you wouldn't and, and this is not like a professional league where money's on the line and Quintero, you know, you know, doesn't want to risk fines or whatever and punch the dude or fight the dude. Um on the street you're not gonna do that and not get your butt kicked. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, you know what? I, I'm not here to justify what I do in the field or not, but I will tell you I am very competitive when it comes to the field. I want to win no matter what, and if I know there is something that will get under your skin and give me an advantage, I will do it. I don't care if it's slapping you in the balls or whatever. I, that's just the way I am. You know, that's... You know, I, speaking man, of balls, how do you play checkers? that happens a lot, dude. Mascherano is the pro at that, man. How do I play checkers? Yeah, just, <laughs> just ruthless mercenary checkers. I'll do whatever it takes for you to king me. <laughs> no, I will just, I don't know, actually. I, every time I play, I always lose. But what about I, when you play you, you, you know what was one of the funniest things, you know, growing up? And, you know, because I grew up when, you know, basketball was, like, you know, really international, you know? Uh, and uh, I always remembered, you know, always reading and hearing about Bill Lambeer and hearing about Larry Bird, how that, you know, they were some of the biggest trash talkers in the game. And it's funny because, you know, John Stockton, Larry Bird, and, and Bill Lambeer, uh, uh, you guys know who Bill Lambeer is, right? Yeah. Yes. All right. And it's just, it, it was just always funny how you, the guys that you would think were, were not the biggest trash talkers, you know, their rivals would always say, no, these guys, you know, do a lot of trash talking on the, and uh, I don't know. I, I see nothing wrong with it. I really don't. Uh, I, really... I think that's fair. I think, uh, I, I think uh, go into the, the, your next game, do the same thing, and make sure that there's plenty of, of whoever it is that you're trying to uh, poke at. Make sure there's plenty of representatives of them, and then see what happens. Um, that, that's my whole thing. Like, you, you could, I'm, a, I'm not judging you guys for, for willing to do that, go there, but just be, just deal with whatever comes at you. Oh, of course, of course, you know. I don't think those NBA players went to that level. I mean, they talk trash about you know dunking on one another or dropping a three pointer on on each other. Yeah, well, what are they gonna they say? Really, um, oh, you know, white, they're horny eighties jokes, man. What are they gonna say? Oh, white man can't jump or what? No, that wasn't. That, that wasn't came out ninety two pern. Boring. <laughs> 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 All right, what's the next topic now? What else was we got? Open Let's talk about Mexicans abroad. Dude, open forum. Open forum. Wait, wait, yeah. You guys, oh, oh, you guys are what, missing what? Chivas, dude. Oh, hey. You're talking about transfers? You're talking about, like, you guys are getting now uh, Gulli Piña? That's pretty, that's a pretty impressive uh, signing. <laughs> Hey, question. I got a, I got a question. I got another question. Uh, who thinks uh, that uh, that um, uh, what's his name? Compian is going to become the new Concacaf president. 
He uh, already got denied. By no, he didn't. Bylaws, uh, until nope. Trump, yeah, uh, today they announced they were not gonna. There's not gonna be a president until May of next year when they're gonna do a round of votes. Yeah, what a show. Right now, it's being handled by sort of a committee, and I think the reason why that is is because there's probably gonna be a couple more dudes that are gonna fall from this whole FIFA thing that are already within the spectrum <laughs> of the people that are running CONCACAF right now. So I think it, it'd be it'd be they're trying to save themselves the embarrassment of naming somebody a president when in four to five months' time they're probably going to have to drop out and go into hiding simply yeah, because... Compan's not going to get indicted. He's just not. No, I, I, I'm not saying Compan is. But given the, the democratic nature, quote-unquote, of the voting process in CONCACAF and, and really all throughout FIFA, um, I'm not entirely sure that a Mexican will be able to win over the Caribbean, and I think that's where the, that's where the key is. You have to win a Caribbean vote in order to become president. I'm not sure Compeon has it in him to do it, and not because it's him. The simply Caribbean's because voted uh, Sunil Gulati into the Exco. Over. Well, what are the benefits though of having a, a Mexican? I'm not I mean, entirely sure there are any, to be honest. Because I mean, they seem to be doing just fine. No, well, for one, we're not going to be forced no, to take no, under no. 23 to Copa America. That's well, that's not going to happen. Yeah, that's true. That's, that's true. never going to happen again. That's never going to happen again. They, they're never going to force Mexico to take an, uh, uh, an under 23 team to to the Copa America again. That's you never going to happen Mexico again. should take an under 23 team to the Copa America. I disagree with that thing. completely. I mean, could a Copian, like, remove the, the, the second... Uh, Remove the importance of, of that uh, what what used to be a, a throwaway gold cup, so that they can concentrate on the Copa America or things of that nature. Like, I mean, could he really not, actually no, just? You know what? I don't see that. I don't like see that happening. Hey, hey, hey! He I makes too much money. Happening. Remember who he works for. Yep, exactly. Now, keep There's in mind, in the gold cup, and was a big part of that. No, no, hey, hey, part. Oh, one thing, one thing. Uh, in fact, I'll I'll post it later. But uh, Blazer. Uh, Back in two thousand what two thousand twelve, he basically he point blank said it that Televisa and Compian were the ones that basically put pressure and basically ousted him. You know, because and he went into detail as to why is because they were you know they were they were pissed off that uh, that they had to send the the, the under twenty you know the Olympic team to Copa yeah. America. And that's a legitimate so, gripe, to be honest. That's a legitimate gripe. But even then, I feel if anything brought him down. Was the fact that Chuck Blazer never paid taxes in over ten years? Yeah. I mean, when you're making that kind of money, if you really think the IRS isn't going to come snooping at some point, then you're well. No, no, no. They weren't going to come snooping. They were. Gonna, they weren't going to come snooping. Basically, what happens when this all came down because of the geopolitical thing sure. with Russia and and uh, and Qatar and stuff like that, with Britain and and the United States being you know you know pissed off that they lost their 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 bids. So obviously they're trying to play geopolitical, you know, games because I mean this has been going on for twenty years, you know. Yeah. Just so, to I mean, sum it up, it's really. our grapes, just like America. They lost, yeah. They lost, same thing. Being Japan. Yeah. <laughs> now my, my question is in this whole thing is oh, you get a bag of jockage burn. It's pretty obvious that laser. <laughs> It was pretty obvious that Blazer's the one who blabbed, and that's where they got all their information. Or at least he started the dominoes. Yeah, he he got the dominoes. Well, they got more people to start blabbing. Okay. Yeah. See, but he blabbed only specific people to keep the Americans in power. Look, 
because if he, I for a fact there has to be like there's no way uh, Sunil Gulati was you know he was not involved in this whole scheme ten percent whatever crap that he was doing. There's no way that he couldn't have been involved, but you know he did it strategically. I don't know if he, he was involved or not, but he turned a blind eye to it. That's for sure. Absolutely, there's no way that he was in. He was next to Chuck Blazer for a long time. There's no, it's kind of impossible to believe that he didn't know some of this stuff was going on. He didn't have to partake in it, but it's hard to believe he didn't know at least some of it was going on. I mean, I think for me the bigger question is did Chuck Blazer did, did he have any positive effect <coughs> as the head of CONCACAF? No. Financially speaking, you can say maybe. I'm not sure you can say that on, uh, you know, as, when it comes to uh, the quality. Pocket, of the yeah, but yeah. It, like, if you look at all the minnows, no, not really. It, don't, when we were just talking about how El Salvador was barely making it out there, you know, so no, it hasn't helped the region. It helped his pockets. Now, that's the thing. Yes, you guys are right. He turned a blind eye. That's being complicit. That right there makes him guilty, just by just that alone. All right. So my question again: Is there going to be retaliation by Conmebol and Concacaf no. toward the U.S.? I, I got it. I got kidding? it. It would be too obvious. It would be way too obvious. And if anything, it's not in their interest to really sort of go against the U.S. right now, um, because you know people talk about what what role does the uh, the State Department have in this, and why are they going after people in, in in countries that are where their jurisdiction maybe doesn't reach. Obviously, the point of this is the fact that a lot of these people used American banks to uh, for their transactions. So that's that's what opens the door for this. Um, there could be something beneficial coming out of this uh, in the long term, but at least in the short term, uh, it's going to be chaos uh, within the region, obviously in Conmebol, and you know, don't be surprised if you see some things happening in UEFA as well. I mean, I think that the whole thing with uh, the UEFA Nations League. Uh, being created to sort of rival or overshadow the World Cup uh, and, and subsequently the Europe, the Euro European Championship, um, that is a problem because it's it's a tournament that's designed to minimize. They're already looking to minimize all the FIFA dates, so we're looking to see less and less friendlies, which is both good and bad. But at least for us on this side of the continent. Um, People talk about partidos moleros and whatever, but but these are the games that sort of finance a lot of the stuff that's been happening with the youth national teams and and even the uh, the women's teams. So I wouldn't want to see us lose on lose out on that simply because UEFA wants to have a bigger role in whatever they conceive whatever they conceive to be international football. Um, club wise, yes, the the cream of the crop is in Europe. Internationally speaking, I don't think that's true. Uh, and I want to maintain the things that we have right now. And, you know, the only way you could rival that maybe would be with a joint sort of Copa America like what we're doing next year. I don't think that's going to be a long-term thing. I think it's going to be a one-off. I, I don't know. Maybe if, if the money from the sponsors is really, really good, we could see this happening again. But I have my doubts. I really do have my doubts because South America likes what they have. They have a 10-team you know, tournament. They added two teams as guests. There's a lot of history there. They're not going to want to throw that away over money, I would think. And that's you know really what? Optimistic. That, was, that was one of the concerns going back to Libertadores. And, and you know, they, they ended up allowing more Mexican teams because at one point it was just two. <coughs> well, keep in mind, they also like Sudamericana, you know. 
uh, you know, the Mexican participations and going back to, you know, going back to like, you know, what, what would be the benefit of having a, a Mexican president in CONCACAF? I'm, I'm actually looking here at the, the article, you know, uh, it was actually uh, Fernando Schwartz who interviewed uh, Blazer. You know, he even says, you know, that the, that the, uh, el premio de Copa Oro es más chico, la realidad, I don't know, All right, yeah, he's basically saying that Mexico, make, you know, makes more in Copa America than they do in the Gold Cup. And that was one of the problems that Justino Compián had. Uh, so basically, Comebol, Televisa, and Compián were trying to get you know Mexico to go in with their full team, and he's and they said no. So um, I I think I think that the fact that you know with all this going down, there's going to be a lot more measures. There's going to be a lot more internal controls with uh, you know transparency. And I think it's going to be harder. I think it's going to be harder for the, the, the Caribbean teams to 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 basically you know launder money and stuff like that. I I think that Mexico, you know, if they were to get a president, you know, the Concacaf were to get a president, I think this time around, I I think they would they would know their place, you know, as to as before, or where they did you know they just thought that hey we're there to serve them. Um. Because if I mean if all these new transparency measures are going to kick in, they are supposed to kick in where like you know television rights and marketing rights are supposed to be transparent, and you know there's so you know you know when you're bidding for jobs, you know the, the the government here in the U.S. you're supposed to you're supposed to bid out for these you know RFPs or you know requests for proposals, and the you know and the companies that want to you know do this they basically have to say okay I'm going to do it for this much or this much and this much, so I I, I think that. Uh, it's going to be a little harder for the Caribbean teams, and I think they're going to want to play along and and, and be on Mexico's good side. Well, I guess it's just going to matter on are they willing to make money the right way, or are they would they prefer to make money the wrong way? I agree with either uh, way they're going to make money. Yeah, I agree with Christian. Like, you know what? The there is like going, answering John's question earlier about you know. If there's going to be any retaliation, there's not, because they're in he, they're in this business for the money, and doing any retaliation, they they're not gonna make money. They they need the U.S. to be able to make money. They need this Copa Centenario. That's really honestly, if you look at it this way, the only way the Commonwealth can retaliate against you know the Americans or the USSF is by canceling. You know, Copa America in 2016, and that, that's not gonna happen. You know, that, that's that's simply they're just not gonna give away that money just to get. Yeah, I got you back. Nope. By the way, I know that they announced the stadiums for that. Why on earth aren't they moving heaven and earth to play in Miami? Miami is like the South American capital of North America. How could how could they not want to play in Miami? Well, aren't the sports teams pretty, um, or the sports fans pretty apathetic about their teams over there? I mean, I, well, at least it looks like people. they're. I'm sorry, what was that? Maybe the white people are, but I mean, have you been to Miami? Miami is this, this massive melting pot of the Americas. I mean, it's just it's got everything. You know what? It's because Cuba is not in the Copa, uh, Copa America. So well, that's Cuba, they got, there's you know half a million South Americans that live in Miami too. There's there's everything. Well, I, I, I would say they're. Aren't they going to build a new stadium? Well, that's years down the road, but they have, they have the Pro Players Stadium, which is where the Dolphins play, and they have that stadium where the Marlins play. 
and that's you know, that's indoor and air conditioned, and you know in June with Miami would it would be per. I mean, I just sometimes I don't understand these decisions that are made. I mean, how could they not? Well, keep in mind, keep in mind that you know one of the places, one of the cities that had an MLS team before, and yeah, but that's and, MLS. Uh, this is South American countries. I know, but I mean, when was the last time you were in Miami? Who's been to Miami? Surely some of y'all have been to Miami. I lived in Miami. It sucks. It's terrible. God forsaken city. I, I mean that with the, with the truest. Just, it's terrible. It's a terrible city. It is a little sleazy. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. It was a little. But Miami is the port of entry for South America into the U.S. There's. Yes. Hundreds of thousands of South Americans. But who? Who? But I mean, are are are, are Brazilians going to go watch Peru? I mean, are yeah, they going to watch? Are, yeah. No, because there's enough Peruvians to fill the stadium. That's my point. Not there's enough of everything to fill the stadium there. Well, I mean, I, honestly, I would venture. And yes, I think say, they would. Colombia would Maybe. most likely play in in, in uh, Florida because. There's a giant population of Colombians in, uh, in the Miami area but anyway. The point is that there are no games in Florida. There's nothing in Florida. It's, it's That's all right. Beyond Nobody... Oh, but, but they suck, man. Miami sucks. And I'm sorry if anybody's listening from Miami. I'm sorry, but I lived there, and it was, it was the worst time of my life. It was, it was terrible. It was absolutely terrible. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, what, man. What, what made it? So bad. My uh, sister well, there. He likes it hard. Uh, I don't know, man. I, I moved there for to go to school when I was eighteen, and uh, I don't know. I just maybe I wasn't ready for it. It was a big change in the Northeast, but I just did not like it at all. Uh, and I could see, I can actually see why soccer isn't taken off, or at least the the uh, the prospect of a professional soccer team doesn't take off there because it's not a soccer town, despite the fact there are a lot of South Americans that live there. It's it's just not it's really just not a soccer town at all. Um, I honestly, I honestly I think you know I honestly think well, Orlando is gonna get is gonna host the uh, um, Orlando is gonna host it. But here my my impression of Miami sports is and in fact I remember uh, I remember seeing a, a real sports you know real sports has covered Miami uh, in the stadiums and and there's just a sporting culture a couple times. And one of the things that Miami does is that it seems like they don't, they don't, they they try to they treat sports kind of like a social event, and not, and not necessarily they don't really get the fa the, fan, the fanaticals, the ones that are going to be there through thick and thin. You know, like uh, when uh, the Miami Heat and stuff like that. I mean, they had, you know, more people were going into their into the bars, you know, over there in, the, in their stadium and stuff, that rather than sitting on their uh, in the seats and watching the game. I I you know. I think there are better area, better places to you know to host games than 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 Miami, you know. I mean, because right now, because yeah. the, the fourth you have you have Seattle, you have uh, Santa Clara, uh, Santa Clara, you have Pasadena, you have Glendale, you have Houston, you have Orlando, you have Chicago, you have Philadelphia, you have Rutherford, or you know New Jersey, New York, and you have uh, Foxborough. So I mean. I mean, if anything, if any city was is more deserving, it's Dallas, you know, than than Orlando. Orlando has uh, Orlando Orlando's near Bradenton, which is like the U.S. youth soccer 
Yeah, it's because of Disney and all the other amusement parks and the fact that it has this huge airport. Oh, man, that's Orlando awesome. does seem like a much better fit for uh, for a potential venue for... Uh, you have to, you have to look at it as... Audio. As, uh, you know, it's they have hotel space, yada, yada, yada. So, yeah, Orlando fits the bill just because of its tourist industry. Well, they've had a pretty good... Uh, Start to the MLS season with their team there. They had a, I think they averaged something around I don't know thirty two thousand people per game, um, at the Citrus Bowl. But I mean, compared to Miami, it's I think it's a it's a better fit. <coughs> uh, I'm, I'm you it's a little surprising that for this Copa America, Miami was not selected as one of the venues. It's surprising, but it's also not in a way. I was surprised San Diego wasn't chosen. I mean, yeah, but they can't play. You could have. I mean, that place is a toilet. It's a toilet. Oh well, I guess. I mean, that's true. It is a toilet. Yeah. I work across the street from it. It is. I mean, it's well, there. You go. Toilet. I just figured that you. Uh, it'd be easy to fill up a stadium, though. It's true. I mean, and I mean, who cares if if it is a toilet bowl? I mean, you're still gonna have plenty. Pl- I mean, you're not gonna do without at all. And obviously it's a great town, and then you could bring in people from Mexico that are that are, that are in TJ. So I just thought, like, I was hoping that that San, Di- San Diego would get out. Well, Pasadena's not too far from you, though, right? No, I'll be going to that. I'll be going. To that. I'll, I'll be. I'll be making well, drive. I mean, honestly, sure. between the Rose Bowl and the Murph. Oh, it's not even comparable. But I just, <laughs> I think there's room for both. Yeah, you know, I'm I'm kind of I'm kind of glad about Seattle. I just, and I did hear that they're gonna do a much better job about for the fields that don't have natural the natural surface they're going to do a much better job about getting the plain surface there you know, much more ahead of time so that it actually takes and that and you know it doesn't they're not just sitting you, it on are we think are we thanking the feminazis for that i mean the um I'm sorry the uh the women. <laughs> oh, yeah, Rappano got, Rappano got injured. You know what? They're good for them, though. I mean, if it, it, I mean, pity that nobody else has thought to do it. Also, I mean, it's their careers that they're that they're risking on, on playing on on crappy surfaces. Question: uh, When Vela and Giovanni and Villaluz, and then when they won their uh, their 2005 Under 17 World Cup, what what was the playing surface in most of those stadiums over there in Peru? The artificial turf. Now they're seventeen. Now if we weren't worried about kids, come on. Well, I feel like I feel like in a way that that um, the they're more lenient when it comes to choosing venues for the youth World Cups. Uh, I feel like I feel like if, if anything, if if Conmebol had their their quote unquote their shit in order, they and if they had you know if they had they knew what they were doing, they would probably would have stipulated that in their contract that whatever stadiums or whatever cities were going to host. It would have to be natural grass. Even some of the stadiums, like like MetLife Stadium here in New York, um, I'm not entirely sure it's natural grass. I think they would just roll out. Uh, I think if the grass rolls out, they they, they have the turf with the. Boring. The Sorry, I didn't mean that. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> oh, wow. What happened was my thing fell asleep. Please continue. No, I, I was just I was just saying that. Um, you know, I'm not entirely sure that's going to be a deal breaker. Well, that's, that's, what, that, that's what they said. They said that they're gonna for the the, the fields that have the field turf. But a couple of points. They are gonna put natural surface on, and they're gonna do it, you know, weeks ahead of time instead of Tuesday, like they do when they, for the 
when Mexico and U.S. team play in San Antonio. So it'll have more time to settle, I guess. Exactly. They'll yeah. grow and yeah, and 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 it'll, it'll firm up and it'll be just much. You'll be able to you'll be able to roll it and smoke it and everything. The whole bit. As far as the women, and this is something that I've never understood. I bet you they they've played on the fake stuff their entire careers, from no. kids all the way up. Yeah. And when the, and when they announced the venues in Canada, like they never say, well, you know, some of those. Happened. I know. Did you say anything when they announced it three years ago? Not a month I, before the World Cup. I mean, I don't understand why they're complaining about this fake stuff. I mean, it's like you know the, I mean. Well, it wasn't as much the fake stuff as it was the fact that the seams were... It, it looked like the vet. That's what they were complaining about. Uh, Funny well, story. there are studies now the that claim that... At the vet. <laughs> they, they have studies now that claim that the, uh, the black pellets from the, um, from the field turf could potentially be linked to cancer. Um, so that's something that's gaining traction right now. Um, not sure what the validity of those studies are or how how thorough they are, but um, I'm not sure it will make a difference with this tournament coming up. But you never know. <coughs> yeah, I, I, uh, <laughs> I, I don't know what to say about that. <laughs> you know. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God! All right, gentlemen. Well, what's that? All right, uh, let's uh, let's talk about uh, the predictions. Who's gonna who's gonna take the final? Pumas, of course. The biggest Pumas fan in the world. <laughs> yes. Uh, Pumas is gonna take John. it. Pumas might. Pumas could could win this if their defense steps up even more. But uh, again. Because I, I said it before the Tigres semifinal, if uh, Guignac came up cold, which he sort of did, uh, his play, his teammates would have to keep uh, pick up their uh, their productivity, and and they sort of did. Aquino played better, uh, but that it'll have to be the case even more for the Pumas game. So we'll see if, if Aquino can have a good game. Dam has sort of been quiet. Um, have to bring in. Dam's going to be. I don't think he's going to play. He well, say, is, he, is he hurt? Uh, for both legs, or is they he scoped his knee, and that is usually not good. But you never know. Well, Alvarez was playing better, so he might come in and light things up. So, right, Juan, what do you think? Is well, I'll give my prediction. Since he's... Go. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Tigres, Tigres, I can see Tigres taking it. I think the cause will go their favor. If I'm ever reward Tuca for for that Confederations Cup. It must be a sad place to, for for Joel to like just watch soccer and just think that everything is just predetermined. It is, dude. It is. <laughs> for for, for Joel, soccer is like wrestling. Hey, it's, <laughs> hey, well, it's, it's, it's like when you find out Santa's not real. No, I know. I, 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 know exactly. I hear you. I hear the, the, the cynicism in your voice, and, and and it is kind of sad because I I still, I'm, you know, I'm, you want to believe. Uh, oh yeah, man. I'm 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 a. Uh, you know uh, what is this? What is it? What is this saying? Uh, ignorance is bliss, dude. Yeah, I I think once you see behind the curtain, you can't unsee, dude. <laughs> it, it ruins it. <laughs> wow. Well, with, well, with that, I I think um, based solely on what happens on the field, I I'm gonna go with uh, Tigres. 
All right. Pern and Euro, you 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 said you're going Pumas. Pumas all the way. I just want to add that I see a lot of Guignac fanboyism. I understand. You guys want the Euros to look at us, whatever. But in the end, it's gonna be Pumas. Damn. Wow. Christian, what do you? Uh, I'm thinking Tigres will take it. I think um, I think it's a good matchup for uh, for Tuca and. Um, like I said, I don't expect a super thrilling game or a series, but um, I got my money on Tigres. But the thing is, like, you know, I was wrong about America, so I'm uh, perfectly willing to come back on here and eat some crow, if that's what it takes. But uh, either way, I mean, I think either team will be a deserved winner based on what they've done throughout the year, or at least the semester. So I think we all win, except for Ronnie, obviously, but we all win. The salt loses. Well, what is what was the quote that uh, Vergara said about America? They still have some success to do in eating sushi over there in Japan. <laughs> when does that when does that start anyway? Is uh, I think next week, uh, early next week. Um, Ronnie, really are you are you pep, are you peppering the Angus? Yes, I am. For the eventual game against Barca. Now, so, ne so next week is everybody going to be todos somos America or what? Hey, oh yeah, question. I have a question. I have a question. If America makes it to the final and they beat Barcelona, is this a bigger accomplishment than uh, the Sudamericana? Ah, uh, no, I don't think so. I would, I would say, I yes. would say, I would, I would say, say yes. yes too. I would say yes. Not bigger than Libertadores, but more than Sudamericana, yeah. Barca takes their players to this tournament, so they <clears throat> dominate it. No, and, 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 and that's the point that I was about to make is because, you know, before, you know, no, you know before, you know, it, it, they didn't, you know, they didn't really care about this. But then when Barcelona, when Barcelona, uh, you know, won the six, you know, the six cups, it's like, oh, it's like they were that bragging was, about. I think they, when uh, when Porto beat them, wasn't it, wasn't it Porto that beat them? Uh, I think that's kind of like one of the, one of the, when they started paying a little bit more attention to the competition and giving it. Just greater importance. Well, it used no. to have importance as the inter intercontinental cup. Yeah, I mean, it's just when, when people were bragging about all oh, the six cups, we won six, you know, six cups, you know, in a, in a season and stuff like that. It's like, you know, if you weren't, you know, they were bragging about it. So it's like, you know, it's it's kind of like it's kind of like before, like you know, we didn't really care about we didn't really care about. Uh, the Champions League, you know, the CONCACAF, you know, a couple years back, we didn't. And, and it seems like that's, you know, that's gotten a little bit more popular. And granted, it's, it, it helps when, you know, it's Mexican versus, you know, you know, Mexican on Mexican, you know? Um, I, I don't know. I just... I, are you, are you going to want Sambuesa to stomp on uh, Neymar? What's that? <laughs> are you going to want Sambuesa to stomp on Neymar? Uh, I think... <laughs> I think it'll be the other way around. I think I, I, I think it'll be the other way around. I think uh Wemes is not in the lineup, man. Yeah, but America so there's not gonna be no stopping on anymore. Chinese team first and that's no guarantee. What's that? America guys has gotta get by that Chinese fiend first and there's no guarantee. You know, you know what, John? They're Chinguesu? they're gonna break the curse. The I think America's gonna wrap I think America's gonna wrap uh um the, the area up. They're gonna 
Scolari, this is the first time we actually see a, a decent showing from a team. Scolari, uh, you know, we know Scolari. We know the way he plays. Well, not only that though, but like I think more, more so than anything, this is like the first time. At least, at least I think. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but at least first time I remember in recent memory where the team that's going is actually in pretty decent shape. Is it yes. a terrible slump? Um, seems like everybody goes there like having just played, coming off terrible form. And America's gaming, just having, despite having lost, they're still pretty good. So I, I, I'm hopeful that they won't embarrass themselves. Okay. So Ronnie, who's going to take the uh, the Tigres Pumas title? Uh, well, keep in mind, you know, they're making a lot of references to that, you know, that those great teams from you know seventy, you know seventy-seven, seventy-eight, whatever, with uh when uh. They had Cabinho, they had Hugo, they had, you know, uh, uh, what's the, the Munantes? Munantes, uh, Batocleti, Tomas Boy. Yeah, Batocleti, you have like that. Now, the, the difference is, the difference is that Tigres is good. Now, Pumas uh, doesn't really have those, any, any, of those, any of those, like, emblematic players. No, they don't. Uh, you know, so I, I don't really think it's a fair comparison because both of those teams, and, and going back in that era, those players were emblematic then. Um, I don't. Well, they were the I, strongest it, teams in the league. Them and Cruz Azul, it was like. Yeah, crazy. so I mean, right now, um, you know, I think you know, I think uh, Tuca's just had a phenomenal year, and I think he'll wrap it up with you know with with this. Um, It'd also be nice to you know for Guignac to win because I think if you know him winning, I think more more of his buddies in Europe will like, hey, maybe I should go over there. You know, as far as you know, obviously being a Pumas fan, I want Pumas to win. But the reality is, is that I just don't think they have the the firepower. And you know, Tigres is going to be a much more disciplined team than what they they played with. Tigres has good firepower. But well, the thing is, that's that, the point, is that they have, they have way too much firepower. It's uh, much more than Pumas has. However, it's Tuca, and he's not gonna, you know, he's not gonna do a six-two-one formation and you know press press yeah, press. Yeah, for, for Pumas, you don't think zero-two-zero? It's gonna be a two-legged final. There's no question. You, you don't think uh, Tuca's gonna buffer? No. I mean, that's their downfall. I think they will lose if that's the case. Because you know, no, they're not going to do that. Okay. Well, that's going to be that's going to be an awesome final to watch. My point is, they're just they're both teams are just going to play, and they're both very similar. So it's it's they're going to be tight games. It's it's not going to be not where I think that Adidas has a huge advantage is that they have better goal scorers, and they in theory they should win. But 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 it's going to be a tight. A very tight series, and it's it's going to come down to the second half of the second game. It's not going to be decided in the first leg. It, it's going to be decided in the second leg, and it's going to be it's going to be close. And oh no! No win. So, <laughs> what was that? <laughs> we'll see what happens. I I think it will be a great series too. I think uh, Pumas will pull through. They're going to be they're going to well, do great. Your your mouth to God's ears, but I'm I'm proud. I. <laughs> <laughs> I think Tigres is going to win, and and in the more part, they're a good team. They're they're and they're fun to watch. And I'm you know like y'all said, it's uh, be a great way for Tuca to end his year because he's had a he's had a pretty good month. I really enjoyed that. I'm not going to lie, I've seen having Tuca as the national team coach. I thought it was great. You know, like uh, I think um, personally, the, uh, this is the reason why I like La Liga 
they really weed out the trash and put the real play, uh, teams that gotta be that are gonna be the champions. That, that's the reason why I uh, if there was if there was no Liguilla Mexico Mexican football, I probably wouldn't watch as much as I watched today. Well, the Liguilla is fun. There's no doubt. All right, boys. Right, let's right. wrap it up. We're done. Uh, I guess uh, we should do our next one uh, after the after the first leg. See if they make more sense. Yeah. Good idea. Yeah, so let's do that. Is that Thursday? Thursday. Uh, at, uh, is it a ten Eastern or nine Eastern? I think it's nine nine o'clock Eastern time. Is it? Nine? Perfect. That won't be so bad then. Fair enough. Well, right. uh, gentlemen, it was always a pleasure. Thank you for joining us. And uh, this has been Los Cachirules. We'll be back on uh, Thursday after the first leg where hopefully uh, Pumas didn't get embarrassed too badly. <laughs> but, uh, as always, uh, good talking to you guys. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I hope that that doesn't happen. And I hope the, and I hope the ref whistles a whistle. That doesn't, you know, blow. <laughs> whistle. What does that sound like? Because I never heard of it. Oh, wait. I'm not an America fan. That's why. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, All right. I'm salty right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what it sounds like. Oh, okay. Thank you. All right. Professor, without knowing precisely what the danger is, would you say it's time for our viewers to crack each other's heads open and feast on the goo inside? Yes, I would get. <laughs> <laughs> Great stuff, man. Great All right, stuff. so uh, this has been Los Cachulos. Thanks for joining us, and uh, we'll talk to you guys again on Thursday. That's it. Thanks for your work under these conditions. Talk to you guys later. Later, guys. Later, guys. See ya. See ya.